everybody. Welcome to Writing Easy, a podcast about trying to take writing just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So we're going to kind of talk about life and writing, which is not, doesn't sound like anything new. Like that's kind of what we talk about every week. Um, but uh, this time it's going to be maybe a little more woo-woo, freaky, freaky. Um, and that is a technical term. Is it? <laughs> I like that technical <laughs> term. <laughs> Woo-woo, freaky, freaky, yes. Freaky, freaky. Um, freaky, freaky. The, the quote I have is not great. It's not my favorite quote. Um, and so, you listeners, you understand that we are bringing you quality content every time. Um, but, you know, this is just kind of a weird topic, so I didn't think I'd have a good quote. But let me, let me uh, share what I did find. Um, and I'll explain why I think this fits. Um, and it's from William Zinser. And he says, uh, he says, I almost always encourage people to write in the first person, which I'm not sure I agree with that. But anyway, and the, the real key here, though, is writing is an act of ego and you might as well admit it. The reason that I think that quote is uh, germane to what we're talking about is that. OK, so here's the thing. People who know me know that I can be a bit of a control freak, right? Like, I like a lot of control over my life. I want to uh, just, I'm a Leo, like, let me just get all this set. If you could just do things the way I have it, we'll all be so much happier Mm because I've got this figured out, even if I don't. Um, And it occurred to me as I was musing that my, I approach my writing in the same way, you know, where I, I kind of like, let's make sure it's all plotted out perfectly and get it all worked out. And I was like, huh, that's interesting how I have that same characteristic. And it shouldn't be surprising. I mean, it's me. It's me both times. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how the things that you learn in your life, you can apply to your writing practice, the things that you uh, that you learn or have trouble with in your writing practice, you can maybe look to your life for solutions to it. And then also just how you can use your real life in your writing. If that makes sense. Yes, I think it does. I mean, I love the quote. I do like the quote because I like the part about ego. And I do think that, like, ultimately, we're saying we have something valuable to share and um, Mm -hmm. something important that people can learn from. Or we're claiming that we can tell stories that inspire and help people experience different emotions. And so there is a little bit of ego built into just the nature of what we're trying to do um, that resonates. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But to do that well, you have to pull from your life. Yeah. And and which is, might seem counterintuitive because you're writing fiction, which is not real. You know, like you're writing a story about aliens and vampires. And, you know, in my life, there are no aliens or vampires as far as I know. Um, (laughs) But it's still it's still people. Even if they're not people, they're still people. Right. So I'm kind of learning about myself as I get to uh, this certain age, uh, which is very, very, very old now. Um, you know, like I said, I, that I like to control things. I like to know the right way to do it. And I'm going to push really hard to get the right way. Uh, and then if I'm doing it the right way, that means that nothing bad can happen. <laughs> um and then trying to force that, uh, come across two very large uh, obstacles, and one of which is parenting, which anyone who's a parent will know that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there is no right way, and you can't force anything. 
And then the other one is writing. And, you know, that, that gives me the courage then to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to just ease off a little bit. I'm going to give myself time to experiment, to try funny things, to not worry about doing it right. And with that, that self-awareness that I was able to bring that to my writing practice. Um, and I found that very helpful. Yeah, I think the more you know about how you operate as a person, right, like how you do work best, like all of that translates into your writing practice because um, you're not suddenly going to be like you can't be OCD about all these things in your life and then expect your writing to be just this impulsive, spontaneous, free flowing, muse inspired activity. Um, it doesn't work mm-hmm. that way, right? A lot of, yeah. uh, it's still a project that you're trying to complete and a bunch of tasks and a lot of time. And so all of your natural tendencies are going to show up in your writing and how you write um, and how you revise and in, in interact with the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, so if you're having trouble with something, think about how you have solved that problem before in other contexts. Um or, or if you faced this sort of thing in other contexts, how did you get through it? Or why would it bother you? Or what did you learn about it? Um, and you might be able to, to understand that it's the same thing and be able to use that to help you get through that problem. And the other way around, too. I mean, writing can be very therapeutic. It's a, it's a fantastic activity. Um, and And there's kind of two parts to that. Part of it is the practice of writing, of sitting down and figuring out how you're going to solve these problems. And in doing that, you learn a lot about yourself. Um, But then, of course, also what you write can be therapeutic. You can take the, um, you know, take the problems of your life and you can abstract them out or hell, maybe just do them straight. Just don't uh, necessarily publish that. Um, Take the problems of your life and, and work through them in writing, either in fiction or nonfiction. Sometimes just journaling things helps you work things out. Uh, Sometimes fictionalizing a problem can help you, you know, uh, process something that's happened. Um, I mean, art therapy is a real thing. And, and, you know, and I'm sure that writing falls into that as well. I don't know if there are writing therapists per se. There might be. Um, But I found a lot of times that if I've got something that's really frustrating me to fictionalize that and then let me process that situation in a fictional sense, I find that very helpful. Have you ever done that, Melissa? Have you ever written a problem? I have. I think it's, it. writing sometimes allows you to say and do things that you, well, it always allows you to say and do things that you can't do in mm-hmm. real life. So it's a great way to um, face fears, um, to mm-hmm. sometimes not even in your conscious mind, you like you start writing something and then you go back and you read the scene. And you're like, oh, I didn't realize that that fight I had with my friend mm-hmm. or my mom or, um, you know, a sibling was eating at me. But like this chapter, this character is going through a lot of things mm-hmm. that like were in my head that I was struggling with. And so it's a great way to um, bring to life some of those challenges and obstacles and issues and, you know, you don't have to publish it. You don't have to share it. It could just be your journal, but it allows you to say things with less consequences than saying yeah. them to somebody's face, <laughs> like, which could get you in trouble. Yeah. That's, that's an important distinction to say, okay, I'm writing this for me 
and you're writing everything for yourself, really. But then to think about, is this something then, once it's done and it's done its work, is this also something that is commercially viable that I should be publishing? And, you know, maybe it is. Maybe you can uh, abstract it out enough that no one's going to get hurt from it. Um, I do feel it's really good. and well, Go for it. You know, it, it, writing is a really important tool. And uh, I found it just really helpful to learn more about who I am as a person, which you know, just leads to, I think, being happier. See, here it is, folks. First documentation. Writing can make you happier. <laughs> it's hard. It's frustrating. But it can. It really can. We promise. <laughs> so what are other ways in which you found yourself either um, doing similar things in writing as in real life or um, using your lessons in real life in your writing? I think I found that... Um, observing what's around me as a writer, you know, to say like, okay, let me take in what's happening around me. Like I'm going to write this scene, right? Or let's, you know, just to observe for details or behaviors or whatever. That definitely leads to mindfulness for me, which is always something that I, I like to work on is to try to be, you know, soak in my current moment a little bit more. Um, and so something that can help is to kind of notice the environment and it's brilliant for anxiety, by the way, because if you're having anxiety troubles and you need to connect yourself to the right now, start to say, OK, what if I were going to write this scene? How would I describe it? And that can just, you know, jerk your brain out of the bad place it's in and, and take you someplace else. So I've definitely done that. Yeah, I could see that. I've definitely I don't have a ton of anxiety, but I've been learning more and more about it over the last month or so. Um, because I have a couple of friends dealing with it and that ability to like pull yourself out of the moment and like just ground yourself with different sensory things. I could definitely see how writing and like, attention to detail and going really micro could help um, in the situation. And then it's like, then you have all these like emotions and senses and feelings that you can draw from in your writing because, and that's what makes it feel authentic to a reader who... Um, is trying to understand your character if you can put in that level of detail. So how about you? What do you uh, what have you learned about yourself or what have you learned from writing or Well, I've been doing um, I've been really into psychology and just personally I love um, understanding how people's personalities develop. I'm very into astrology and numerology. I do tarot cards um, and I've also into like Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram and all of these different personality tests. And it occurred to me a few months ago that I could use this in my writing um, mm -hmm. because I'm passionate about understanding the different types of personalities, but I've never applied it to thinking about how I develop characters. Um, and so I haven't, I, I'm just starting to experiment with it now, but um, it is an interesting way if you're already familiar with these personality types to think about oh well this character is um a intj or whatever and these are mm -hmm. the kinds of situations that would make them really uncomfortable um and you can think about the conflict that derives just because you have two different types of personalities in the same situation or you can think about how would this person handle this crisis knowing what their tendencies are and knowing um, how they react in moments of stress. So that's something that I've started playing around with. I don't know if there's a ton of resources out there on this yet, um, but 
yeah, I think it's it's exciting to me to have something else to cling to because I like frameworks and I like playing around with bits and pieces mm-hmm. of different frameworks to help me get more creative. Yeah, I love those too, the, the neograms particularly because there's so much information. Uh, my problem is, is that I tend to, because uh, there's so, so much that I get, it's a really great way to like, waste a couple good writing days just by reading through all this information and be like, oh, okay, I've got them all worked out. I don't know what they're going to do or anything, but I know it. I so. know this person. Yeah, it's very, It's a. it can be a rabbit hole you can just fall into yes. and not make any progress on writing. But it like, I, I'm also thinking about in terms of editing, like when I'm revising and a scene yeah. isn't working or sticking, like, can I go back to some of those original character notes and their personalities or their Enneagram type and say, oh, well, like, this is why it doesn't feel so mm-hmm. authentic because I'm going against their core personality or the core motivations. Yeah. I've, I th- I, the more I use tools like that, the more I think they're better for editing than for the first writing. And maybe, that, again, that's probably just my thing. You know, I, I'm a very instinctual writer. And so if I get too intellectual at first, it kind of gets me stuck. But then, you know, editing, this could be really helpful because then you can be like, okay, now let's, now that I've kind of got my pieces out, let's let's try to distinguish the characters a little bit more. Let's try to make sure things and motivations are all there. And those can be super helpful. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's an art of people. So it makes sense that the science of people would be helpful too. Right. And just remember that one of the people is you <laughs> and uh, the one you know best, hopefully. <laughs> but I think it's, you know, as you grow as a writer, as you grow as a person, it's all the same journey. It really is. You're kind of living the hero's journey. Like, and it's a cycle that keeps going. But like you, as you age, as you go through your life, you are the hero in your own story. And you go through the hero's Mm -hmm. journey um, as well as create that for your characters. So, And as a writer, like as a human, as a writer and your characters do. Yeah, there's there's kind of those different aspects and they are all very tightly interrelated. So I and oh, last thing to say is uh, that does not mean also that if you are having trouble with writing that means you're a bad person like you're ineffective human being <laughs> you know just say like oh i can't do this i can't do anything like that's not what i mean <laughs> at all <laughs> it just means that you're having trouble with this and odds are you're having trouble with something similar just because of the the approach might carry over it might not it may be that you you know that you take on other things in a completely different way in which case bully great but if you're having trouble it might be useful i guess that's all i'm saying keep it positive <laughs> <laughs> go back to the journey there's what that dark night of the soul or whatever they call it like there's that moment there's always those low points and you push through that and then there's another high right around the corner so yep well i think on this high we should wrap up this episode um i've been tweeting a whole lot more uh and i've tweeted i'm tweeting through the the writing easy account i'm also tweeting on my own account which is geeky mary and sometimes i'm not sure which account to post things on cuz like like well it's about me but i also it's writing and so it's the podcast so you might find it on one or the other so follow both just to get all that brilliant uh, gorgeousness um, and we've got a facebook page yeah, and Instagram, I think we're still, that's... (laughs) Instagram is on hiatus. We'll get, it. like, it's waiting for the new year. It's waiting for 2020 to, like, really soar. (laughs) We can't do it all, people. We can't. We just can't. We got stuff to do, man. We have lives. Um, So, yeah. 
the, the only problem is I'm tweeting more and then I happen to then read Twitter and that's a terrible idea. So only read a little bit. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think I'll wrap it up and uh, just basically say, remember that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, guys. Bye.